Welcome into Brewcast from Maize and Brew on the SB Nation Podcast Network. Here with you on Monday night, headed into Tuesday, Luke Yardy, Chris Castellani, and welcoming back Mr. Anthony Broom. Anthony, missed you a whole lot last week, man. How are you doing? Good to have you back. Well, it's good to be back. Um, there aren't a lot of normal things out there right now. So the fact that we can all kind of get together here on a Monday and um, do our show best we can, obviously things are going to be different moving forward. Um, there's a little bit of normalcy there in that. Um, and I'll take the, I'll take the wins wherever we can get them right now. Um, obviously you guys recorded last week's show and, and you did it. I, I'll be honest. I didn't listen to all of it. I just put it together like a producer does. Um, but I did listen to the intro and I'll, it was one of the most um, humbling. I, I struggle to find that it was, I bawled my damn eyes out. I'll just go ahead and say it. I, I it's f- for those of you who were here on the show, my father passed away last week. Um, it was not the circumstances in which it happened was unexpected, but his ultimate fate was not unexpected. He fought a two and a half year fight with cancer. Um, and if you want to, you know, I'm not going to rehash all of it here. It's on the website right now. Uh, wrote a big long article about, you know, what my dad means to me or, or meant to me, and, and how I'll continue to do what he taught me moving forward, and, and how this applies to kind of the things we're going through right now. Um, but I just want to thank you guys first and foremost for the kind words and and the. You now I think a lot of times. You know, and and this show today, I think we all just kind of agreed to press record and, and see where it takes us. This is kind of maybe the first show we've ever done where we don't we just don't have anything sports to talk about. But I think that a, a life chat, a a state of where we're all at, is something that could be good for all of us. And, and like I said, it's you know, in all of this madness that I was able to. Um, that there were such kind words said and such prayers and messages of love and support and, and the words you guys had to say it, uh, you know, it means a lot. So I, I want to appreciate, you know, I, I just really want to thank you guys for that. I thank our listeners. I thank our readers. I thank my friends. I thank my family. Um, I'm, I'm a very lucky guy. So uh, it's good to be back. Good to be back here with the two of you. And uh, like I said, it's not going to be a normal show for us, but um it's the three of us, and that's normal enough for me. Yeah, certainly good to have you back, man. Uh, definitely missed you last week. Chris, how you doing, man? Uh, well, nothing is normal right now uh, for any of us. Um, it's it's very strange. You know, I, I, I in terms of, um, I, I guess, you know, just health perspective, I, I think we're, we're hanging in there. We're doing okay. Um, you know, you try not to think just from a sports perspective though, you, you try not to think about what could be going on. Cause I mean, right now we could very easily be talking about, um, maybe the end of Michigan's NCAA tournament run. Who knows? Maybe even a, uh, a, a potential sweet 16 second weekend birth, you know, that, that unpredictability, that what if for every program out there has, um, been um has been really uh strange and really tough for a lot of people i will say uh thank you anthony for for the kind words regarding what we said uh last week and and i think what all three of us and really i think this site as a whole has done a tremendous job of 
over these last couple of years. And it's something I think especially uh, blogs uh, run into sometimes. And it's something I've run into many times. I mean, geez, you go back and watch some of my earlier stuff talking about, you know, game 60 of a Tigers season, like it's game seven of the World Series, like it's life or death. I think what we've done um, a, a tremendous job of over these last uh, couple of years is um, being able to to reel things in and being able to develop uh, perspective here. And, and I think you see this, especially with the, and this is an overused word, but the toxic culture that goes around on social media, whether it be just sports related, Michigan related, or the Michigan, Michigan State, or any of the rivalry stuff that goes on. Um, there are a lot of people on all sides who seem unable to separate uh, the opinions that people have on sports with the feelings that people have about life. And I've been guilty of it. I think I've gotten better with it. I like to think so. And I think what we've done these last couple years, really, but especially these last couple months, uh, and as this you know, pandemic has, has you know, come to a head, I, I, is something I think uh, all of us should be, should be pretty proud of in terms of the content uh, we've created here. I think we've been fair. I think we've been objective. I think for the most part, through really uh, unforeseen and difficult circumstances, we've been kind. So I, I think in the long run, as, as troubling as things may seem now, uh, I do believe that the talent on this site and, and the people that we have both in this podcast and throughout the entire site uh, is, is going to shine through. And I think it's going to make for uh, a lot better content going forward. So let me ask you guys this. Uh, you, you touched on it, Chris. Nothing is normal right now. You know, Anthony and I were talking about it a little bit before we, we got on. Chris, you may have been been in here before we uh, started recording, but there is literally, you know, no Michigan sports happening right now. There's nothing really Michigan-based sports to talk about. So that's something that is completely different for us. I know in my personal life, you know, um, uh, well, affecting all three of us, obviously, is uh, the the decision being handed down today, the stay-at-home order uh, for the next three weeks. So I worked at home, you know, from Tuesday on last week. Looks like uh, it'll be a full month before it's even a consideration that I will be going back into uh, the studio to work. Thankfully, uh, my employer, you know, by place of work in uh, hooked hooked me up with a with a nice system where I have pretty much a studio at home that I'm able to do all my work here. But that's just one thing, getting thrown out of your routine, you know, getting up every day, going into work, seeing the people that you work with, at least in my case, in being able to to see those people who are also like radio personnel and stuff and be able to shoot the breeze with them, have them in for segments, things like that. Things like that that you just don't get you know, that you're working from home. So I want to ask you guys, you know, what what has this or what impact has this had on your lives? Like, what is the new normal for you right now for probably the next month? Well, here's the thing. I mean, so I obviously I'm working full time for SB Nation operating the website in in a lot of ways. You know, I, there was a meme going around Facebook that was like, what do you do when people call what your normal lifestyle usually is a quarantine. And that made me laugh because in a lot of ways, there are things that won't change for me. Um, but it's not that simple. Uh, yeah, I'm very lucky to be able to already mostly work from home. Uh, at this point, 
I don't know when the next time I'll be in, in Ann Arbor working is. I mean, baseball, everything through uh, the spring and summer is, is, or through the spring, we summer is, you know, for other things, workouts and, and fall camp. But um, I don't know when the next time I'm going to be in Ann Arbor is. I don't know if, um, and, and it's not to scare anyone, I don't know if I'm going to be going to Washington the first game of the year. I, I don't know if this, I don't know what the, the lasting impact of this is. Now, I, I do think, and scientists believe this and you know, medical people believe this. We are going to get through this. This is not the black plague where it's going to wipe everyone out. It's not the snap from Thanos where 50% of the population is going to disappear. Now that's not to bemoan what's going on right now. It's incredibly sad. Um, you know, the, the really, the shitty part about what's going on is that if you, or a loved one contract this virus and Lord willing, you need to be hospitalized or you don't, let's hope you don't need to be hospitalized. But if you are, um, you know, we don't have the infrastructure to handle the, what we're going to need and, and people are going to die. And it bothers me that, uh, and again, we're not going to get political here, but there might come a point in time where we have to choose who lives and who dies. And that's horrifying to me especially because having just gone through you know, losing my father last week when we, we on, as we already knew we were going to get hit with crowd restrictions and things like that. Um, dad had kind of started to take a turn for the worse alongside sports getting canceled. So while that took a lot off my plate, I was able to, to be there for him and my family. That was, those were some, a couple really hard days for me. And we knew that there were going to be restrictions coming. Basically what I'm saying is that if someone dies right now, a family member of your dies, a friend dies. I hope that doesn't happen to anyone, but um, we're seeing it happen. Whether it's this virus or natural causes or whatever it is. My dad had an expiration date. He was going to go eventually. A lot of people don't have that luxury. And what sucks about all of that is that if that happens and you pass away, People can't mourn you properly right now. There is no, there is no funeral visitation. There is no hugs. There is no funeral. There is no seeing someone off properly. So that was my last week was as hard as that was coping with that added another layer of stress, anxiety to all of this. So in a lot of ways until Friday, when we were able to, to bury my father, a few of us were able to be there. That was when all of this really started to set in for me because that was really to me day that was day one of this new normal. So I'm kind of a week behind everyone else at the moment. Um, it's hard. I, I mean, today was my first day back working since all this went down, and um, I'll be honest, I, I I wrote what I did about my dad last night and I set it up for the morning, but most of the day today I sat and stared at a blank computer screen. I don't know what to do. And the only thing I'm left to, I mean, we're going to have, we have stuff planned. We, it's not exactly, it's kind of a loose content plan. We have ideas. We're going to meet as a staff probably once we hop off of this thing and, and move from there. So we'll figure out what that is moving forward. But my message to people is that what this site and what we're going to become is, um, it's not a Michigan sports blog right now because there is no sports. Now there are sports things we will discuss but right now, community fraternity and making sure you stay entertained, you feel 
that you have a place where you're included is of the utmost importance to me at the moment. And it's something we're continuing to work on. And that's, again, um, I know, I know people are scared and, uh, and I don't think you should be scared. I think you should be concerned. I think you should be vigilant. I think if we all just kind of do what they're telling us to do, we're going to come out on the other side of this, but I have a hard time wrapping around my head around the idea that people we're being told to stay home and people are resisting that like twist my arm. Of course I'll stay home, play video games, watch movies. Right. Sure. Um, it sucks that people are laid off. I have people close to me that are, have been laid off as a result of what's going on. Um, but I don't think we should trade lives in order for, it just doesn't sit right. That idea doesn't sit right to me in ter- you know, so we can preserve economic prosperity. Money is an artificial construct that we as people come up with anyways. Money can be replaced. We can't replace people. We can't replace loved ones. And um, I guess my big long, how I tie all of this up and, and I'll stop talking for a bit is um, I don't want anyone to have to go what I went through because they don't have to, because they didn't listen to what, what's going on, what our, our medical professionals, what our leaders are telling us to do. It's horrible. It sucks. And uh, I wouldn't wish it on anyone. So what about you, Chris? What is your new normal looking like? How has this maybe affected your day-to-day life? Well, I mean, um, for the time being, you know, I'm not, I don't have a job outside of this and the lockdown podcast I do. I, I think a lot of people, uh, were under the assumption that my main source of income is, is the lockdown podcast. That's not true. I have a, you know, a, a, a day job that I'm doing as well, just to kind of, to kind of get by. That's obviously, um, off the table right now. I live at home and I've had, you know, a lot of concern amongst family members regarding, um, what I could bring home. And because of that, uh, you know, things have been, uh, have been come to a standstill. And, and I think that there's a, a misconception. I can't remember who it was. Um, but someone tweeted about, you know, there, there's kind of a misconception that this is going to be, you know, this big victory for, for, uh, introverts and people who, you know, are uh, kind of live as kind of recluses. And, uh, that's not the case here because, uh, people who are introverts are also creatures of routine and routine's been completely thrown off. And um, as much as I have a tendency to complain about things, there is with the job that I might that I have right now, uh, or well, not currently, but that I had, um, there was there was a routine to that, and uh, a lot of that's been taken away. And I think it's, I mean, even before I was I stopped working, um, you, there was already a you could already tell that people's routines in general were thrown off and, you know, people get, people throw temper tantrums when they don't get, you know, their morning coffee. So like for, for people to, uh, you know, have their entire lives rearranged because of this, it's led to a lot of hostility, not just in real life, but I mean, there's always hostility on social media, but you've, you've seen it even more so over these last, uh, over these last couple weeks and it stinks and it's, um, it personally, I think the toughest thing, and I've I've alluded to this before, is that, uh, and it's not just me, but I think for a lot of people, you know, my outlets in general, like I'm not a completely, I'm not going to act like I'm completely 100% happy 
with, uh, you know, the, the position I'm in in life regarding the, you know, the, the day job that I have, but, uh, there is a comfortability to it. There's a routine to it. Um, but even when things I, I'm struggling with that, the outlets that I often have are you have sports, you have being able to go to the gym, you have, uh, film, you know, movies that come to the big screen that you could go and see, and you could spend a couple hours in a, in a quiet movie theater watching, you know, uh, watching a flick. Uh, and I have my content, the videos that I can put out and the, the stuff I can create for, for people to, to react to. And so much of that has been, uh, has been taken and, uh, it's, it just makes things really pretty awful around here. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful, believe it or not, for the time being that I do live at home, but you know, as much as I love my family, you know, they, their, their lives have been thrown off by this too. And it, when it comes to the material that we put out and, and what we're doing, what I'm doing with my content and what the site's doing, I think everyone, uh, if there's any comfort to be taken in any of this, it's that everyone's experiencing this. I mean, and God willing, we'll never have to experience anything like this again. I've never gone more than, I mean, any of us, when you think about it, none of us have ever gone more than what, maybe three, four days without a a major sporting event in our lives before. And to be asked to go, uh, two, three weeks has been, uh, has been crushing for a lot of people. And it's, it's led to a lot of, uh, piss poor moods and as frustrating as it is, I understand it. And yeah, hopefully, you know, I, I believe, you know, much like you said, Anthony, we'll, we will get through this, but, um, it doesn't make the current situation any more frustrating, you know, because there's so much that I think a lot of us were looking forward to in terms of just life and in terms of creating content. And a lot of that stuff has been stripped from us. And I think a lot of people right now feel kind of voiceless, or at least I do, because uh, our ability to create has been greatly diminished. Yeah, it's kind of crazy to consider. I think it's been less than two weeks since, you know, uh, Rudy Gobert tested positive for the virus and the NBA shut Feels down. Feels like it was and a then, year ago. Yeah, at least, uh, you know, it is It is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, we have to take a quick break here, but I have a question for you guys when we come back. So keep it here on Brewcast. Back into Brewcast, Luke Giardi, Chris Castellani, and Anthony Broom here with you. We're just uh, kind of shooting the breeze right now. No real Michigan topics to be talking about. And we're kind of talking about how this situation, this pandemic is uh, affecting us all. And I wanted to ask you guys, we, we kind of talked about how it's thrown our lives off track a little bit. But I'm one of those people that is going to try and find some positives in this situation. And there are some positives, you know, for me, I, I guess I am fortunate in the sense that I still get to to do my job, you know, from home. I know a lot of people aren't that fortunate. Anthony, you kind of talked about being able to do that as well, but, um, and I'm, I'm with Chris. I'm a, so I'm a huge introvert and I am very routine oriented. So that I, I felt that in my bones, uh, when Chris Chris talked about that a little bit, however, I have been able to um, do slightly find some you know some routine substitutes things like that. But what are some positives that you guys maybe are looking for in this situation? Like for me, man, 
I love to like cook and in particular like smoke meats. Like I've got a I've got a pork shoulder ready oh, to God. go for tomorrow. I thought you were gonna say that you were like looking forward to smoking cigarettes or something. I'm no. like, God, no, oh, no. we definitely oh, no. don't develop a respiratory. That, yeah, right that now. is that is without question the worst thing that you could do right now. But but things like that, like did up like a chuck roast last week, got a pork shoulder tomorrow, like things like that. I have more time, you know, uh, around the house that I'm able to like clean and keep it tidy and do laundry that I might fall behind on. And it's it's small things, but I feel like the small victories are really going to get us through this. You know, are there any like small big victories that you find day to day, you know, since this has kind of taken place? Um. Like I said, I'm kind of a week behind. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, that's true. That's true. I, but I'll, I'll say this. Because, you know, if you wrote the thing that I wrote, if you read the thing that I wrote on the website, I I was able to kind of tie it all together. Because, I mean, I'll be honest, I I struggled to really find, you know, at some point, all these things happen. You just kind of throw your hands up, look at the sky and go, really? What next? Um, But I think a positive out of all this is that I, I don't, you know, it sucks, obviously. And it's not just as simple as, oh, stay home. Great. Fine. I could do that. There are people who don't have great home lives or right. don't do well in, in isolated settings. Um, you know, that, and, I, and I worry for them. I, I, I pray for them. I think about them. I want to do whatever I can to help them, which is why we're still doing what we do. If we can make one person smile, one person entertain, that's cool. Um, I'll say that when you look at the positives here, I don't think a reset button is the worst thing in the world at the moment. You know, I think that there's a lot of, um, you know, I've been really inspired by how I've seen people rally around each other and and help each other. Cause um, if we're going to pull ourselves out of this, it's going to be from us. We, we, our local state governments, I think have done a tremendous job and I don't want to get political here, but I think you go the levels above that. And I don't think they've done a tremendous job and that's all I'll say there. I think that the will of the will of our people, the will of us, the will of our communities, the will of this community that we're a part of at Mason Brew, we are going to get through this together. We're all in this together. And the rallying I've seen, I see people retweeting GoFundMe's. I see people donating medical supplies. I see people offering to go shop for older people. I love that. Um, you know, to me, I think that. The positive I take out of this situation is that, yeah, it does give you a little time to, there are no more distractions there. There's nothing to run from. There's nothing to escape from. And that's scary. I, I get that for a lot of people that's scary, but it also allows you to confront what's going on with yourself and and with your family, with your friends. This is a time for relationships. This is a fun time for, for family, friends, love, support, all of that. And as, as cliche as it sounds, I mean, Check in, check in on that person that you think might be having a rough time. Reach out if you think you need help. Reach out for guidance. Reach out for um, conversation, questions, what have you. Um, and I've, I think I've seen a lot of that. But you know, right now, when we ask each other how we can help, they're telling us how. They're, you know, You can help and we can get through this and we can get all these things back that we love if we stay inside and, and practice good hygiene and keep everyone safe. And I think most people are, are doing that. There's always going to be some bad eggs and it sucks that they have to ruin it for everyone else. Unfortunately, when you ruin it for people this time, 
um, you're kind of putting lives at risk. And, and I'm pretty surprised that there's been a resistance to that. Uh, I know people typically, it's funny, you can't get people to go outside when things are all right. Everyone's watching Netflix or they're, they're playing video games or they're, you know, just house ridden. But once we get that taken, you know, once we get outside taken away from us, well, now everyone wants to go outside. Um, nothing that we have that's good is a is is promised to us, and we don't necessarily deserve it. It's a privilege, um, and now we're going to have to earn those privileges back. So, um, I think, you know, I've been pretty inspired by what I've seen, and I think that's that's the biggest positive uh, so far. Um, it sucks that we're all going through this, but again. The per- to the person that maybe has lost their job or that has lost a loved one, this isn't happening to you. You're not being victimized. There are literally billions of people around the world who are dealing with this new normal and things won't be the same for a bit. Um, you know, this thing could, you know, once we get things under control, maybe this thing dies off a little bit, but it will come back and we'll be prepared next time. There might be a week or two shutdown um, if something like this is to occur again, but no, you're not being victimized. Um, we are we are all in this together. And that community, that fraternity is is kind of the biggest positive that I take out of all this. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, you've been on the money today, man. I mean, that's really well said. Um, it's hard for me to, to find positives, at least uh, in this current situation. I'll say this, just kind of bringing it back around to sports. Um, I think the next... When if you know if you know I I can't say when right now, but if uh, we there is an official opening day for baseball this year, it will be an uh, amazing relief, an unbelievable moment in time. I mean, it will be. I hate to make this comparison, but I think it is kind of apropos to be quite honest with you. Uh, sometimes, if I'm ever bored, I'll go back and watch. You know like highlights of the first baseball games back after 9-11 and what that did for, for, you know, the country at the time and what the type of atmosphere that created for people and the type of catharsis that baseball was able to bring out for people at the time. I think this will be a, a similar thing. You don't realize how much you miss something until it's gone. And, and the way that this whole thing has been delayed, um, has really been awful. And it's obviously had a much bigger impact than just sports, but, um, and I think just in general, what we're going to see over these next couple couple years, really, at, with this happening, just in terms of sports and in film, is a almost. You know, there's already so many people out there who have um, a remarkable enthusiasm towards these things, but I think we're going to see almost a rejuvenated sense of love and appreciation for stuff that, for the longest time, people, including myself, really kind of. Uh, took for granted is this is the this is stuff we get every day or every week or every couple days and uh, that that changed with all of this and I think what we're going to see is a lot of people really uh, showing their passion for this stuff and because we've all finally realized that it is very it is possible for this stuff uh, to be taken from us so if there's anything any positive I can take from that it's that I think that there's going to be a, a lot of real passion shown here. Uh, towards the future in regards to the things that we love that have been temporarily taken from us. And again, the the easiest way and the quickest path to getting sports back is literally just to listen. Don't go against the grain. Don't be a rebel in a time like this. The quickest way we can do this is for everybody to practice social and physical distancing, listen to the experts on this, 
and you know it we don't know we we have no timetable we you know chris mentioned it i know i've never seen anything like this in my lifetime and i know you guys haven't either and uh, i've talked to people that are you know much much older twice my age three times my age that have also never seen anything like this in their lifetime so this is just something we got to get through together let's listen to the exports Again, don't go against the grain. Don't try to be a rebel in a situation like this. Practice the social and physical distancing. And you know what? Before you know it, we'll have sports back. We see it happening around the world right now. Uh, after they've gone through this, we're a little obviously behind with the with the spread and everything like that. Um, we just got to get through it. Keep a positive mindset. And every day, man, just, just power through, you know, and we'll get through it. And like Chris said, we'll be back uh, Baseball will be starting up. We'll get back to some basketball a little bit before you know it. And then, uh, hey, a couple months from now, we'll be into the fall and we'll be talking some Michigan football. Yeah. And, like, we talk about the positives here as we kind of end on a high note. When I've had some, you know, there's been some dark, dark moments over the last week or so, last 10 days, whatever it is. But I just keep thinking about the pop that there's going to be when there's some form, there's some return to normalcy again. Um, as horrible as 9-11 was, I think what, we, what we'll what we see when we get all of these things back is going to be a, a boom, the likes of which we've never seen. And, and this is, you know, for as much as people rag on millennials, and, and I know it's kind of gen, like we shouldn't be ragging on any age groups right now, but, you know, talk about a, a generation that has seen some stuff now. We were very young when 9-11 took place. Maybe we couldn't really understand that. Um we were probably still young in 2008 when, you know, the markets crashed and everything. And now this, this is something we haven't seen since wartime, since maybe going back further since the 1920s. I mean, um, I I think after those types of things happened, like the great depression and a lot of people wondered why their grandparents were always so thrifty and why they seemed so um, almost overappreciative of everything. It's because they went through that. And I think that we're kind of the next, you know, something like that. This happens every hundred years or so. And I think we're kind of, we're just kind of going through that right now. And uh, we're, we're tough people. We have resources that um, have never been available to generations prior to ours. We have the internet. We can shrink the world. We can connect to each other. You guys are, you know, Chris is like an hour and a half from me. Luke, you're several hours away from me but we're talking here right now. Um, that's something that people haven't been able to do before. And I think that's pretty, I think that's awesome. I think that's beautiful. And, you know, anything we can do to, you know, provide a little bit of relief during the day, take the edge off. We're, we're going to try and do that. So like I said, I appreciate you guys, uh, my co-hosts. I appreciate our listeners. I appreciate our readers. Um, we will get through this and we will get through it together. But, um, don't be scared. Just be, just be vigilant, be calm and uh, be proactive. And that's what we're, we're trying to do. I'd rather, I, the thing I keep coming back to is that I'd rather look back on this and say we overreacted than um, what the opposite of that is. So yeah. That's, that's all I have left. I like it. I think we should end right there, right on a high note, as you said, Anthony. So Chris, where can we find you on social media, man? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Castellani2014. That's at C-A-S-T-E-L-L-A-N-I-2014. Um, you know, right now typically would be the time where I'm promising uh, what kind of content I'm turning out, but uh, I, I don't know what I'm doing right now because I, I want to – I'm only going to put out 
uh, content that I believe in, that I feel confident with, and given the the state of things, um, I'm not uh, I'm not completely uh, sure what that what content people are looking for right now and it's a bit confusing but i am still obviously doing this which i love and uh my show locked on tigers uh which is uh monday through friday right now with this uh hiatus or the this delay doing uh one game every day counting down the top 25 best baseball games of the last decade so did number 25 today so if you jump right on you can uh, follow me from the very beginning there and uh, yeah just please follow me on all those platforms i love interacting with people and i know a lot of people right now are looking for that kind of inter- interaction and if there is anything good that comes from social media i think it is something like that is that it allows the world to become smaller uh, and make a lot of people at times feel less alone so let's uh, let's continue to try to push uh, positivity there during negative times. So thank you and uh, follow me on all those platforms. Anthony, where can we find you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Anthony T. Broom. Uh, follow the website at Maze and Brew. Um, our shows are wherever you can get your shows, Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher. If you're, if you're still working, you're at the house, you need to be entertained. That's where you can find us. So um, again, I appreciate everyone for listening. And like I said, we're, we're not going anywhere uh, until they, they assigned me elsewhere, which isn't going to happen. So um, we will get through this. Uh, our our normal will return at some point. You can find me on Twitter at Luke Giardi, L-U-K-E-G-H-I-A-R-D-I. And that'll do it for us here today. Remember to subscribe and leave a review for all of our shows and content where you get your podcast by searching Mason Brew Podcast on Apple google spotify and more appreciate you being back with us good to have anthony back uh we hope we uh were able to help you a little bit get through some tough times knowing that you are not alone and we'll be here with you uh throughout the entire ordeal so for chris castellani and anthony broom i'm luke yardy we'll see you next week on brewcast